You see, what we're talking about here is an organism that imitates other life forms, and it imitates them perfectly. When this thing attacked our dogs, it tried to digest them, absorb them, and in the process, shape its own cells to imitate them. This, for instance, that's not dog. It's imitation. We got to it before it had time to finish. Finish what? Finish imitating these dogs. What is up, everybody? My name is Jake, and this is another episode of the Rotten Potatoes Podcast, a podcast where four friends sit around and review movies you absolutely should have already seen, but at least one of us hasn't. I'm Zach. Yeah. I'm Tyler. I'm I, Scott. You didn't say who you are, so you want to do it now? I, I said my name is Jake. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Immediately. I was waiting for you, and then I realized that you had already said uh, it. Yeah. It just threw me off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no. Sorry. I, I, I realized that I didn't know how to throw it to you, but I had already said my name, so I didn't want to say it again. Yeah, one thing that I've realized as I've listened and like paid attention to these episodes is... Jake does it a little bit differently than us. He normally like goes through the spiel, says he's Jake, and then has another sentence and uh, then hands it off. Whereas like definitely me and you or we end it with I'm like who so, who I am. Yeah. And then Zach's a toss up. Sometimes he does it, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, well we we'll we'll figure out what we should do. <laughs> you you know what I, I, I imagine is happening right now is uh Zach's figuring out uh who drank some of his beer. Yeah, who did that? I know it wasn't me. I took a swig. Of this, is, oh, I was, oh, this is okay. kind of like the thing you were, you were sitting, was, you were sitting while Scott was talking, staring at your, at the like level of beer in your bottle of beer. And Scott definitely took your first drink. My so. thought was there's less in this than I thought there was. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought <laughs> yeah. was happening. But I had no idea. One of you guys. Yeah. Had it no, that, yeah. Th- that's like, that's a true locked room mystery right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I saw it. I saw it happening and I was like, oh yeah. He Scott didn't just see it happening. I said, hand me his beer and he handed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> he participated. Yeah. That's accomplice. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> I was a little thirsty. I didn't I've been trying to get all the stuff running, so I haven't taken any breaks between any of these apps. So I have a question for you. So the uh the fast the the year of Fast and Furious hasn't converted you to Corona Man. You're still a Modelo man? Uh Modelo's just way better than Corona. Man. I feel like Vin's going to be disappointed to hear you say that. Uh, no, we've worked through it. Oh, okay. we, it was a, like a rough point in our relationship when I first like brought it up. Yeah. Like Scott had to beat him over the head with a wrench about it. Oh, okay. So Scott wow. had to go to jail for a little bit. It was, yeah. I don't know how it I was a street fight. That. Yeah. It was before we all were hanging out. So before I met Scott when I was in yeah. kindergarten. Yeah, when mm-hmm. Scott it was, was just... We've been <laughs> hanging out since you were in kindergarten. <laughs> I didn't meet you then, and I feel like I would have heard about you going to jail. <laughs> no. Know, Scott and... and uh, the shooties just kept it under wraps. Well, I know? have a twin um, that a lot of people didn't realize, and Scott. he went to jail. <laughs> I didn't. We we had Scott this like illusionist trick where we would like switch places, but most people only ever knew there was one of us. Mm. And now he's rotting how, in prison. How so. upset were you when the prestige came out? I was like, this is my story. Yeah. You were like, that's oh, literally were you really me. into magic. And then you had to stop because the prestige came yeah, out. Yeah, I was embarrassed after that point. And he just stopped talking to his twin brother. Who's in prison. Oh, that's me. He just yeah. let him rot in there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, was, sounds on par for someone who would drink some of your beer. I was actually, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually the person who gave him up. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> you t- I was like, you turned him in it's after either the prestige gonna be, came out. It's going to either be both of us or one of us, and I can make it not be me. So, <laughs> so that, I mean, you really are the anti Vin. You're yeah. like no familia for me. Yeah. No, I, that's why I'm a Della man. <laughs> well, Medela Mans is like a song I would listen to. <laughs> yeah, it does. That so does sound like a song you'd listen to. Yeah. So the thing. Yeah, the we're thing. we're we're in our last ep of Spooktober, Jake. You're it's bringing a, us home. I think it's been a pretty good Spooktober. I maybe the best Spooktober we've done. It's definitely not our worst. <laughs> we've had for sure the first one was probably our worst. <laughs> last year was uh was tough for me as well. It was yeah, it was tough for me too. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had a real fight about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But this is this is a good spooktober, I would say. I would say so too. And and you're bringing us home with a sci-fi classic. What I would I've heard more than one person on the internet describe this as the perfect horror movie. I don't know that I agree, but I have heard it said <laughs> <laughs> by people on the internet. And yeah. we all know that they're right. If you've heard it on the internet, 100% of the time they're right. <laughs> oh, thank you, Carla. Oh. Carla brought snacks. Oh, wow. Look at that. My, oh, my beautiful wife. Has Who's been us. revealed already in the last. Oh, is there say. cheese that's in there? Can't wait to chomp into the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you give us a nice little chomp? <laughs> well, that was good. That was pretty that solid. Was a good really chomp. Good. Yeah. That was pretty solid. Um, so I just looked real quick, and as long as we get this movie gets at least a twenty eight percent, it won't be the worst. I feel like it it's, won't be the I worst. I feel like it's getting over. at twenty eight. It's going to need to get, um, like a ninety percent to get us into the best. Oh well, I don't think I don't know if it's. I don't know that it's going to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, season two was pretty highly rated. For us, I was gonna say, I feel like season two was a good spook, but I feel like us. I feel like this is more true to the spooky movies. Uh, our lowest rated really? in season two was seventy five percent. Yeah, the, all of our movies this year have been way spookier than any of those movies. The Exorcist was that's it. I mean, yeah, but it, the year that we did The Exorcist, did we also have? It's um, just a better version of Alien, so it's like the same thing. This is Alien was that year. I don't you know think that, the thing is a better version of Alien? It's like the same thing as Alien. I don't think. I don't for know me. if I would agree. The with Alien's that. not like infecting people and like making them. It's a slasher. He's killing people, but not not really. People are killing people, and then it's infecting people and like re, re remaking them. It's a monster that is killing people. But there's no no. There's and then no in like their attempt to kill said monster. They're accidentally killing other. But people. There, there's no like question about if you are or not an alien in Alien. There's just like there's the alien and there was questions of whether alien. or not people were infected. I don't think that that's accurate. with the chestburster stuff. We, I think Alien is scarier than this movie. And yet we watched. We all watched Alien together. Uh, at about two in the morning in my house. Well, so there's a chance I slept through some of that's it. That's not true. You all watched Alien together. I slept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a chance <laughs> there's a chance that I slept as well just knowing what happened. Uh, I don't think so, though. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to just take us through some of the facts here. This was directed by John Carpenter, written by Bill Lancaster. Is this our first John Carpenter movie? No, we did Halloween. Oh, that's right. Uh, released June 25th, 1982, has a runtime of 109 minutes, uh, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.2 on IMDb, so they're really in line with each other. Box office of $19 million on a $15 million budget, so uh, did break even, but not by much. Uh, that was a 1.3x. Uh, didn't win any Saturns, but was nominated for Best Horror Picture and Best Special Effects. 
Almost came out on my birthday. Two Almost. days off. I think they did that on purpose. So <laughs> Yeah, you think who, 10 years before I was born. Uh-huh. Um, who was a late bloomer to this? I was a late bloomer. I had not seen this version of this movie. You saw the more recent one? No, I saw the older one. Okay. Wait, there. I, I didn't even, I got to be honest, I didn't even know there was an older or so a newer version. There's one there in 2011. Movie. So there was one that came out, this was based on a movie called The Thing from Outer Space. Uh-huh. Oh, that okay. came out in like the 50s. Yeah. I, I, I know have, of it. Yeah, I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen that movie. I know of it though. I'm not shocked. I didn't though. know that this was based on that. I'm not shocked though that you've seen that. I'm sorry, some snacks, but yeah, no, my dad likes that movie. <laughs> also, the 2011 one is, I think, technically a prequel to this one. I think it's all about the Swedish, uh, oh, like what happened right before yeah, this, this and the Swedish research. I, I didn't station. even hear about this. Was it just called the it thing was as well? Very or? low rated. Was called the thing, yeah, and it was like. I think really bad from what I've heard it's really bad I I saw some like shots from it and the CGI on it is abysmal Uh, like it's very CGI not practical like this one right and it looks very bad it looked not Mm. good I remember it's been a long time since I've seen the thing from outer space it's so long that I was like not positive and then I just talked to my dad the other day I was like you like the thing from outer space and we've all seen it right and he was like yeah I love that movie Uh, so I've definitely seen it but I I haven't seen this one Gotcha. Gotcha. I had seen this before. Um, I, I I mean, the first time I saw it was only a handful of years ago, I think maybe 2015 or so. Um, and I think it was probably based off of your recommendation, Zach. I feel like I've only seen this movie maybe the two or three years ago. Okay. Then it wasn't off of yours. Um, but I saw it off of someone's recommendation not too long ago. And I liked it the first time. I think I actually liked it way more watching it through this time than my first time through. I think my first time through, I maybe felt a little bit more of it's like datedness than this time. Like this time I was like, Oh no, like I, I actually still think this is pretty solid. That I think dated is something that obviously I'm willing to uh, overlook. I guess I can get into why I, I picked it and right. my take on it. I just knew it was a very famous movie. And I I think that this version is the most famous version of it, even though there is an older version of it. I think yeah. this is the Well, it's John Carpenter. Yeah. Like it's And like know. yeah, like even like I, I had um my garage neighbor my garage neighbor at my condo had a, a big sticker in his garage on uh, on his tool chest that said John Carpenter's the thing. And like I, I feel like this is maybe the definitive version of the movie, uh, even if it's not the original. And so I wanted to watch it uh, and I was interested. And I think like, I don't know that I understood what people meant when they said, I would like to watch a fun horror movie. And then I watched this movie. And like, I think in retrospect, I can see how some other movie like Psycho or something like that is a fun horror movie, but I don't think I really got it until I watched this. And I thought this movie was fun and I enjoyed watching this movie. Uh, and maybe it's not that scary because it's from the eighties and it doesn't, necessarily look realistic or real but i think this is a very fun horror movie zach you also had seen this before i had yeah what do you think watching it back this time um i i liked it a lot i liked it quite a bit the first time that i watched it and then i've kind of considered picking it for spooktober a few times over the past couple years and every time i would think about it i'd be like I don't know, like, it's really old. I don't really remember if I liked it all that much. Like, I know I did the first time, but, like, thinking back on certain scenes, I was like, I don't know if if it would hold up as well as I remember. 
And then watching it this time, I was like, no, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, this is an awesome movie. This is, uh, I really liked it. Um, and I think you're completely right, Jake, that I think it's just a ton of fun. Um, I'm super engaged the entire time. I think this is like, like, I think the adjective awesome is just like really appropriate to this movie. Um, I feel like the horror is light. I don't yeah. really think it's all that scary. And I don't think I would say it's the perfect horror movie or whatever you said that people have described it as, like the definitive horror movie or the perfect one. I don't know if I would say that. I'd probably give that to either The Exorcist or The Shining. Um, But I have more fun watching this. And I had more fun watching this than any of the other ones. And I think it's still gross and disgusting and weird and at times scary. Gross Uh, and and disgusting in a way that maybe only an older horror movie I could like. Well, like it's gross, but it's like so the practical effects are there. It's fantastical. It, yeah. yeah. Where I I still like it, even though it's kind of gross. It never it, it's gross, but never feels like vile. Yeah. I think that's a very good way to say it. Um it's it's I feel like it kind of does maybe what Tim Burton tries to do, where it's these weird kind of like I think what you said, Tyler, fantastical is a really great adjective. Like doesn't look real life at all and it's just gross enough to where i'm really interested and really like engaged in what i'm looking at and never too much to where i feel disturbed or a little uneasy or uncomfortable with what i'm watching um but more than anything i think the mystery of this movie of who is now the the thing who's the who's the alien is just so much fun um and, and I love it. And I love Kurt Russell taking command in every scene. And, and there's just a lot about it that I really like. Uh, and so I, I really enjoyed rewatching it for the podcast. I think you like this movie so much that you had this year picked it as a non-Spooktober pick. And I was like, Zach, I already picked this for Spooktober. What oh, did you? I really? Yeah, you had like picked it. And I was like, Zach, we both have the thing on oh, our okay. list right now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, what I'm going to pick another movie because... I'm in support of you picking a movie that I actually like. Okay. That, yeah. <laughs> That's a good sacrifice to make. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting how much this movie was not accepted when it first came out. Hmm. It, like, it, they literally called it the most hated movie ever made. Really? Yeah, it's, like, in headlines and stuff around this movie. It's really interesting to me how something could flop this bad and then be this, like, kind of loved after the fact. And it's, it came out the same year as E.T., which was like loved like ET made like $750 million back in 82 or whatever this was. And I just thought it was interesting that like they, so many people were like comparing that, like this alien that was kind of like likable and you could like have a relationship with it a little bit to then this, like, and people were saying like it was too horrifying and like the characters weren't like relatable and they were just like vessels to be slashed. And like, um, I don't know, lots of, it's just interesting that that's how it started and now it has like a very like large it, loving base. It seems like everything about this movie was hated where like Ennio Marcone did the score for this movie and he won the Razzie for worst score. And then there were some things that were like on the cutting room that cutting room floor that he didn't get included in this movie. I forget he included it in another movie and then won the Oscar for best score oh, with wow. stuff that he wrote for this movie that didn't get included in this movie. Wow. That's yeah. fascinating. I really liked the score in this. I, I thought, thought it was, was very effective. I thought it was good too. And I, I like Eddie Marconi. I think he wrote 
what is maybe my favorite film score in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Uh, like, I, I think he's very good. Um, what's the word? Composer? Composer, yeah. I think he's a very good composer, and I, I really like what he's done. Uh, so it's just very interesting that even that was so hated that maybe maybe it's just the, the movie was hated when it came out that they were like, we don't even like this mu- music, and then music for this movie that was put somewhere else won best score later. That was very weird. I also felt like the characters were pretty believable in this. Like, I don't think there was a t- really like any outstanding acting, but like, like every character felt like they did have a backstory and like their own little like quirks and things like, and it felt like these people all did know each other. Um, and so I, I thought that was like well executed. And I think they like lived together for like a month or two before shooting. That's funny. Like in an environment, like they took him to like a snowy place and like gave him like a little like outpost and they lived together for like a month. So this have group you, of guys. the two of you guys given your takes on the movie? I did. Tyler okay, did. Tyler, I don't think Scott. we've heard from Scott though. Um, I basically gave my hand. I said, it's yeah. basically alien. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't remember how you feel about alien. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's like a alien slasher movie. Like I think it's, Better than Predator as an alien slasher movie. Probably not. I think I like Alien probably a little bit more than this. Okay. Um, but it's, I think it was done like well for, for what it is. I do think it lacked in like, you know, maybe a little, maybe some humor or like, some, I don't know. There, I felt like it was a little stale at times. Um, and it was like either like a lack of emotion or like, like, I don't know. Part of them didn't feel like real people. And part of them did, which was part of what I was getting into. Like, I think parts of them felt like they were real and had like quirks and stuff. And maybe they're just like scientists and don't like dabble in the realm of like fun, but they weren't all scientists, right? Like Kurt Russell was not a scientist. He was a helicopter pilot. Keith David was also not a scientist. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I don't think that dog guy was a scientist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was unclear on. He what might be his... a dog scientist. Maybe he was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like this is pretty common in like some of those like research outposts where oh, sure. they yeah. have to have like just professional support staff kind of a thing. Like, yeah, and so someone who like does literally just care for the dogs that are a part of the dog sled, like you're gonna have that, like he'll drive the dog sled and he'll just care for the dogs. And that's his full-time job. Do you have the runtime of this movie, Scott on that? Uh, it was 109 minutes. Yeah. That's what I say. I was, I was surprised you felt like it felt like stale or stagnant at times. Cause I don't feel like we had enough, even enough time to feel necessarily still or stagnant in the movie maybe those are the wrong descriptions i uh maybe like lifeless interesting like i just i feel like they're i don't know they're and maybe it's speak they maybe they played it well and it's because they're going through this horrific experience but like there was like an almost an inhumanness to like their lack of like humor or like everyone was the straight man in this would you be cracking jokes if there was an alien? Like, so, so, Probably, so say, yeah. yeah. So say like one of us right now, <laughs> you found out was an alien that was trying to infect everybody and kill everybody. You'd be like, cracking jokes. Is that <laughs> how you crack jokes? I don't know. I don't. I didn't, have, I, a, I, think I didn't have the right noise. you crack jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't have the right noise for it. Yeah. But you'd be like a silly little guy. 
like yeah, a, like, a demon been like from the, as opposed, been like the Conjuring, as opposed to a spooky little boy. Yeah, yeah. Spooky, <laughs> spooky, yeah. Spooky, spooky little silly little boy. Yeah, because yeah. uh-huh. I I feel like I wouldn't be. I would be like, you know what? We need to get to the bottom of this post haste. Yeah, and figure out who's dead and is possessed by an alien. Yeah, you know. I think I agree. I I will say though, I think if this movie were made today, to Scott's credit. Uh, Charlie Day would be inserted into this movie with no role just to make jokes. Yeah. Like they would just be like, Charlie Day, you're cast. We've in been this. conditioned like, by what's my, what's my, like, yeah. uh, like my character motivation. They're like, be funny. Like, I don't know, man. We'd have like, you've been, Miller. Yeah. You've been doing Charlie work at the outpost. Like make, yeah. Yeah. remake this as a comedy with Jack Black. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, Zach. I think you, I think you nailed it. Like we've been conditioned by Marvel to to cut the tension with like a stupid. So that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like joke. Skadoosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just watched Kung that Panda, the other day. But, yeah. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I literally just watched that the other day. But yeah, I don't know. I did that. Wasn't a thought in my mind, honestly. And I still had fun with the movie, even though they weren't having fun, they weren't having fun because I wouldn't be having fun either. Well, I just think of like, I mean, like Tyler and I have spent a lot of time together and we've gone through like, you know, difficult times or like scary times. And like, even in the midst of it, like, you know, when the, when the head grows like spider legs, it starts crawling away. I know I would have said some awful garbage. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, what the? Is this little thing? Like, so you, you know totally what I mean? Like, would have. Like, been I would have brought personality and humor and levity still to the situation as it's happening. I don't and feel still like, been approaching it from that, that perspective. I don't feel like that, we didn't bring personality. That doesn't mean that everyone would do that, though. And I no, also, I know, but none of them did. I also don't think that we didn't bring personality. That, I feel like Kurt Russell, Keith David. I feel like they brought personality to the situation. What was the personality? I, I, Kurt Russell was like this. I, I feel like Kurt Russell was very, like. I don't know, like this, like take charge, figure out, like, I don't feel like that's not personality, you know, in, into the thing. He wasn't joking around. And I doubt that you would be joking around in a life or death situation where you're going to die. If you don't figure out who the alien is, I, I would, you know, you've laughed at hard times. You haven't laughed at alien, alien. Tyler might be an alien impersonating Tyler (laughs) and he's going to kill you. You wouldn't be laughing at that. I might. It it, it feels kind of like a weird nit to pick. Uh, like, was this an issue for you in Alien? Was this an issue for you in I The Exorcist? I feel like there were, some, was, there were some funny things in Alien. I don't remember any funny things in Alien. I don't think once they realized that they were in danger of dying by Alien. And, like, Kurt Russell at least made, like, at least, like, jokes like, oh, man, I need a drink after that. You know, like, he made little, like, knife like yeah, cut he, the tension jokes, but it wasn't like this he big poured laugh. the whiskey on his computer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also laughed of when he broke this this high tech computer. Was that funny to you? Yeah, no. I laughed a little bit. <laughs> okay, so Scott didn't like it because it wasn't you very funny. If you lost to a computer in chess, you would destroy your work computer. No, but I think it's kind of a funny reaction. Uh, I don't understand what what so, what do you want from this movie? <laughs> <laughs> he wants it to be a Marvel movie. Yeah. Apparently, no. He wants I just Tom wanted... Holland and Robert Downey Jr. Just he wants, wants Iron Man to come in and blast the alien. Dave Batista to crack some jokes. I feel like they were the all the same d- character. He wants the rock to no rock bottom the of character. And then drop a people's elbow after. And then Chris Pratt to come in and be sloppy, but somehow maybe helpful. Like Chris Pratt to come in and punch 
punch the alien in the face when this sounds like Scott's rid of favorite right. movie of all time. Yeah, I would watch whatever it is you guys just said. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> yeah, you've seen that. You've seen 12, 12 iterations of that. Movie. There was just no diversity of character in this. They were all the same dude. I don't. No, I. I. There was the doctor. There was like the doctor is not the same character as the dog wrangler. No, and the, and the dog wrangler the is not the, as Kurt Russell as, as the helicopter pilot versus what? I don't even know what Keith David's job was there. I. I don't know. I. But really I don't, don't think that he was. was the same as anybody else. I feel like they. He was some I, sort of technician. Yeah, I feel like this is like a this is a locked room mystery with a diverse cast of characters that like. I don't know. This might as well be the clue movie with aliens. Uh, you know? Like, I don't know. I just don't get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it either, but we can move on. I think. <laughs> what, uh, what about uh, the, like the CGI, the alien itself? Like, did, was that ever like good, bad or in, or different? For I you? think like as objectively, it's not great. Yeah. But it wasn't CGI though, right? It was, it all was practical. practical. It was all practical. But like, I just didn't care. Yeah. Like I, I think this movie got me to buy it. It got me to buy in to have a good time and to do the things that I didn't, I didn't need it to look like a real alien doing right. whatever it was doing because I was bought into what the situation was and I was having a good time with it. So it, I guess an answer to your question, didn't look real, didn't care. I think I agree. I'm in the same boat. It's just, it doesn't matter to me. The point is who, who is and isn't an alien at any moment. Like that's more interesting to me than the grotesque part of yeah. the alien. I, I think it, Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, no, Jake. Go. I, I was, I'm going to change gears a little. I was going to say, I really liked the alien design actually. And I, I guess if you were to, to ask me, is it realistic or not? I don't know. I don't know what a shape-shifting alien is supposed to look like, but I found the design of it really compelling. And it was weird and gross, and it did probably look kind of fake-ish, but I didn't care. Like, it was so not anything that I probably ever could have imagined myself that I found it really interesting and really compelling, and I really liked it. Like, when they I, go and they see the corpse at the Swedish station and it's all morphed together, I'm just like, what the hell is that? And I love this movie. I agree 100%. I feel like too often when you're watching a sci-fi movie, aliens are all bipedal, basically humanoid. Uh, yeah, like and, in uh, Close Encounters, the yeah. little Martian boys. And it's just like, why? Why? Why do they have to be that way? And I think that was one of the things I liked about... Um, it was a movie arrival arrival. Yeah. Where they looked weird and they mm -hmm. looked super different. And that's what, uh, what I feel like an alien should look like because why would they necessarily look the same as, or yeah. not, not the same, but like very similar to what we do and how we operate. And so I think I, that I do like, and I think one thing that like I enjoyed about this being just so drastically different in so many ways from a lot of movies I've ever seen is I just never knew what to expect. And I could not predict the aliens characteristics. And so when it um, shape shifts into that one guy and they go out in the snow and they light the flare and his hands are all disfigured and he looks at Kurt Russell and opens his mouth and that just inhuman noise comes out of him. I'm just like chilled to the bone. Oh, totally. And I, I also appreciate I may, maybe how much and how little detail we got about the alien where it was enough that I was willing to get on board with whatever they said it could or, or could do where it was yeah. like, 
oh, this, this is how we're going to figure out who's an alien. I was like, okay. And this is what it can or can't do. And it was, I had enough information to, and not so much information that I can be like, well, what, why does this contradict this or whatever? Like it was, it was enough to make me buy into it, but not so much that I was questioning anything that it could do. When they do that blood test scene, uh-huh. the the transformation and death that happens out of that one is so it gets me. I I love it. The I blood it was test really scene good. is the best. The blood test scene, scene of the movie. It's so, great. so good. I kind of wanted I wanted that to be our opening audio, but I don't I don't know that it would have it would have played because maybe, it's just it's yeah. a lot of noise and right. scre- it, it, it's it's a lot of visual. Yeah, they, you have to kind of see it for it to work. But that was my favorite scene of the movie. I would it's say so the good. the only uh, scene for me that the way it looked like was like pretty bad came from that scene though was when the dude like opened up like his head split open and then oh, bit yeah. the other dude's head. And then right after that, he's like shaking around. Right, and it's obviously very obviously like uh like stuffed a doll yeah, type yeah. things hanging out. And he's like screaming the whole time his head's uh-huh. being bitten and uh-huh. shaken. And, and I it's think, like, oh, all right. I think that's what maybe... But it's fun. It's yeah, fun. Like, I it think it's just fun. It it's doesn't fun. bother me, but uh, I think that's what I was saying when I was like, does this look realistic? Does this look dated? That's what I mean. Where that like, was the only part that I felt that way, though. Like, I feel like all the other alien scenes, I agree with what you guys have said. Yeah. Like, but that part, like, looked like it was from a comedy. It didn't yeah. look like it was from a, a slasher or a horror film. Like, end of what was the the neighborhood watch or whatever, like something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I agree with you guys that the blood test scene is the best part of the entire movie, but the uh, I guess death that gets me the most, that makes me feel the most uncomfortable, is when they're trying to do the autopsy on the dead guy, and he pushes in. Oh, his, like, his arms get bitten off. Abdomen, yeah. And, and then it, it just, just like, opens up and eats. Yes, it <laughs> yeah. just really grosses me out. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty solid. I think I will say one of the things that I don't, I think didn't necessarily work for me, and maybe this is where kind of knowing what you're getting into in the movie works against you, is I, I wish I would have had a little bit more mystery in the beginning about what was going on. Mm. Cause like pretty much as soon as I saw the Swedish guys going after the dog, I was like, Oh, the dog probably has it, you know? And that's where all of this is going to, going to generate from. I wish I would have had, I wish I would have been more uncertain about what was going on and right. kind of what was happening in the beginning while we kind of figured all this out. That was, I think my biggest thing I didn't like about the movie. Pardon the pun. Yeah. <laughs> how how would you have done it differently? Like That's what I was trying to think y- about. You only really know because you know what the movie's about. Yeah, and maybe maybe they find the sarcophagus and they open it up and then everybody kind of has a different contact with it and you don't know necessarily what happened to who. Uh-huh. Where like anybody could have been the thing. Like but- if the dog was just at the Swedish place and they went and investigated I, like I'm just saying maybe they cut out the Swedish people altogether and they're the ones that make the discovery mm. and mm. they do it in a different I don't know exactly I, I was trying to think about that like how I would have done it differently I think that's how I, the thing the newer one was yeah and that sounds like it was a bad movie yeah but I think that doesn't mean that that idea is sure sure, sure. yeah no I think Scott you make a good point in that it's really hard to go into a movie that's this old and this like critically acclaimed completely blind but if you were able to do it, then I don't think that'd be an issue. I, that, that's where I was saying. I think that's where this works against me is if I was able to go yeah. into this blind and not knowing what it was, I might have felt differently about that aspect of the movie. It's just that I knew 
the premise of the movie. Right. And so I wanted them to try to get me, I wanted them to try to trick me still. And mm. he has that not a fair expectation of the movie because other people maybe didn't know what they were getting into, you know, 40 years ago when this movie came out. I would say one of the things I liked too was like pretty early on, they imply that the dog got one of the people. Uh-huh. Right. And the dog walks into the room and you just see the silhouette of the guy. Uh-huh. Right. You're like, okay, like he's doing that thing right now and you never see it or anything like the whole alien with the dog scene happens later. Um, but uh, one thing that I, I found out that was interesting was the silhouette was a completely different actor. It wasn't any of those actors. I saw oh. that too. They uh, used a different person to not give away who it was that got. Oh, uh, that's good. Uh-huh. That, that to me is like mark of good horror. Like I'm trying to remember, uh, there was a horror movie that I've seen recently where the narrative, oh, it was, I'm thinking of uh, Zodiac where like they change who's like voicing Zodiac every time. You know what I mean? Like mm. so that you can't like use that as a clue. I think that's really good filmmaking, and I'm I'm glad that to hear that they did that with this mm-hmm. movie as well. No, I think agreed to kind of hundred percent. Like, sorry, to, we're all eating chips by the way during this episode, so like, Scott's we're like, wife did this to us. <laughs> <laughs> it was very kind of her. Um, but yeah, no, I think I agree hundred percent that like, the more you can take out things that shouldn't be clues that people are going to read into or whatever it is. Like that, like like somebody would have read into like, oh, this looks a lot like Keith David's silhouette or whatever. Right. The more you can take that out, oh, the, the better, better that is. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, it sounds like we all more or less like this. What? What about this movie? Maybe didn't work for you guys. I think I talked about my only big beef with the movie, and that, and I think that is just maybe uh, a symptom of knowing what the movie is. Right. I would say. M- and maybe I just don't understand the mechanics of how it works. Maybe. So the dog like, you know, it starts absorbing all those other dogs to, but so going back to the scene we just referenced where the dog goes in and gets the first human, like why does it then be a dog and a human? Why didn't they morph into like one creature? Well, I assume that it wants to reproduce. But everything that we saw with the other dogs was it was just absorbing those dogs and then looking like those dogs. I thought I thought that they were they interrupted it and I thought the plan was for it to absorb those dogs and then make multiple multiple. I thought that was the idea that it was going to do. Maybe I'm incorrect. I'm not sure. Maybe yeah, that's what I was saying. Maybe I just don't know the mechanics of it. Um, but that was something that I was like thinking about. Like so, if the if the dog thing wouldn't have been interrupted, it would have been all the dogs would have just been aliens. Then that is. How I that would be it. my presumption. Yeah, and that that was my presumption. All right, because <laughs> that was that, the first that, thing I because I think that's yeah. how it's gonna you know take over or do whatever it's gonna do. If it's just one thing always, then I don't know how it's gonna really take over. And uh-huh. and it seems like there are at different points there are probably there are multiple aliens at once that are inhabiting different people kind of maybe not but, multiple aliens well, but sounds multiple, like every single you know. cell is a different alien yeah you're right yeah. you're right yeah but, but but you know what i'm saying like, like there all, are multiple people that are aliens at once yeah the, but the genesis is all from the dog all from the dog yeah it's interesting like i don't know maybe it's only interesting to me the, I'm, i was just thinking about like when because they started exploring like oh every single cell is like its own like thing and I was like, okay, so like, what is like the symbiotic relationship here? Like, how are they able to like communicate and form into like 
a completely new creature if they are all independent. Maybe they're a hive mind. Hive mind of yeah. some kind, yeah. So I just thought it was interesting I more think, than anything. I think that's what it is. I think it's a hive mind, and that's ultimately when they reproduce into like multi-cell organisms, then they're all kind of working together to accomplish something, and that's how how or why the 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 doctor in his computer program comes out with it's like a thousand hours from the time that it leaves that base till it's af- infected everyone in the world. Uh-huh. Like that, that's a, a crazy multiplication rate. So it has to be, you know, multiple, you know, like, like a hive mind type mm-hmm. thing. Um, Was there anything that didn't work for you, Zach? I don't know if I would say it didn't work for me um, because I don't really know how you get around this, but I, I kind of talked about this in the conjuring episode that sometimes when the monsters revealed to you, um, it's not as scary anymore. And I thought the conjuring did a good job of escalating the drama up to the very last scene. In the last scene, I feel like it has good payoff. <clears throat> Excuse me. In this movie, I feel like the last scene, the kind of showdown with Kurt Russell and the monster was a little anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because we've had multiple scenes up until that point that were just a lot more tense and a lot more compelling, in my opinion. Um, and so I, I find the end a little anticlimactic. I find the end a little ambiguous because Keith David goes off. And I did yeah. not I didn't buy anything about what he said. So I don't know that I felt that Kurt Russell had even won. I guess I don't necessarily mean like as a resolution of the story, like the literally the last scene, but I mean kind of more the big um, climax of the film. Yeah. The yeah. showdown, essentially, when he throws the, the I think it's like dynamite that he has or something like that at the monster. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I think I get what you mean, that it was it felt a little bit hollow or anticlimactic. But part of that, maybe why it didn't bother me was, I wasn't sure if that was a victory at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that's fair. Because I didn't, I didn't necessarily buy Keith David's story. That about why I forget what he said, but I remember. But the, I think they're both going to die sense. there anyway. Yeah, I think maybe, that's the. I think that's the payoff in the movie. But that's, I think that's Kurt Russell's line is like, "Why don't we just sit a while and see what happens?" Like essentially, what he's saying is, "We're we're both dying here." But I think if Keith David was an alien, he would because the alien survived in the the cold, right? And they if they're both human, they were going to die. But the alien would have hibernated and then gotten out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and who's to say the alien inside the fire base was dead either? Right. Like, like it could have easily still just survived in there. And- they're, they're presupposing that it can survive ice, but not fire. And maybe it can survive fire too. Yeah. Well, it know, did to earlier me, in the movie. Yeah. And, and maybe this is unreasonable. <laughs> to me, that feels like a stretch because like, I don't know, we, we see it getting hurt. We see it dying. To me, I want to buy that and be like, this is what's, this is the rule of, this is the rule of the movie. This is what's going on. So it's dead. But Ned, but earlier in the movie, it got burnt and it didn't die. Did it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they that. burnt a whole corpse. And that's how it then got that other dude. Like when it finally was like wrapping, like the one guy saw the other dude in the corner getting wrapped by the tentacles. Like that alien came out of that other burnt corpse. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, that they were putting into the storeroom or something yeah. like that. They were just holding the corpse in the storeroom and then it gets one of them like i think all perhaps the aliens on the like outside of the corpse maybe died but since it's all individual cells the ones on the inside were insulated and made their way back out i don't know yeah either way 
Fun movie, and, and, and you know, hopefully it's a fun game. I bought the John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, that's uh, right. Board we're going <laughs> to play that for the for the pod, right, or for Patreon? I think we're going to try to. Uh, I bought it. It's at my house, so uh, I think we should try. Hopefully it's fun. It looks fun. I'm looking forward to it. Oh. I mean, it's a fun it's a fun movie. I can, I, I can imagine it would be a fun game. Yeah. They, I imagine that we're all trying to figure out who's infected. Like, I, I would imagine that that's the... Kinda, yeah. I imagine lying. it's Jake. <laughs> I'm really bad at lying. In those You're situations. coming in just assuming before <laughs> yeah. we even open the game. Yeah, it's Jake. The, the first time we play, Is Jake's going to be yeah, every time. Wow. I'm almost never the guy in those deception games. Mm. And that's good for me because I'm not good at it. It's exactly that's exactly what a guy who is the guy would you're, say. Yeah, you're so bad at it that Scott actually thinks every time you are the guy, even though the game's over and we know that you weren't the guy. Scott's mm. like, no, Jake. Someone incepted it into me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like the opposite of your brother when we were playing. Oh gosh, that was so funny. Who revealed himself. No, he revealed well, Scott's oh. other brother. Well, they revealed both Scott's, of them. Scott's <laughs> older brother revealed himself and his younger brother in one of these like games that we had to play. It was oh, Secret, Secret Hitler. Hitler yeah. And and we're like not at the end of the game. And Scott's older brother goes, Brian, we did it. They didn't know that you were Hitler. And we're like, well, the game's not over yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. That was funny. That was funny. Well, uh, hopefully that hopefully that game's pretty fun. I hope so. <laughs> it's kind of pricey. I uh, how much was it? I uh, I think I spent fifty five bucks on yeah, it. But I, most most, most people much, were yeah. like most places were listing it for like a hundred bucks. Oh, and wow. I was like, I'm not paying a hundred bucks Where'd for you it. Find it for fifty. Uh, eBay Amazon, or actually okay. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon had it for fifty five and then a hundred from two different listings. Like, oh, I why would I not buy the fifty five one? Yeah. I would have bought the hundred one. Yeah. Yeah. Just assuming that I'm going to get something more valuable. Yeah. You, just, you know, you know, it's true worth. Shh. Yeah. Yeah. That's for the listeners. I'm telling them to shh. Yeah. <laughs> like Christopher Walken. Hey. Sorry, Scott's, uh, Scott's reprimanding his dog right now. Yeah. She's barking at what I believe is my wife downstairs. <laughs> so you, the, she's just hearing noises and barking. the person she's second most familiar with in this house yeah. yeah can you please just like minimize the noise scott <laughs> <laughs> yeah my bad that's uh my other dog <laughs> eating into one of the mics tell carla thanks for the chips <laughs> will do. Will do. that was the dog Zach, while being, uh, you know, a husband and a father himself, is also Scott's dog. He he lives a dual life. It's why he's so busy. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm such a bad parent. That's why I I say, hey Zach, do you want to hang out? And he's like, I'm I'm kind of like laying at Scott's feet right now. Yeah. <laughs> a little busy I, licking my. Yeah, it's, it's time-consuming. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Is that what you do when you, like, tell Kate you're going to one of your shifts? You just come to my house? Mm -hmm. Like, I am your shifts? Yeah. I think one of my favorite things, and I feel like this has happened more recently, is... Uh, watching Scott decide what to flag to maybe edit later. Oh yeah, it's like somebody says something and then Scott just reaches over and pushes the button. <laughs> yeah, like, I do it as, as like a potential. Like I'm gonna go listen to it, see how it plays, and then I'll figure out if I want to edit. No, I think not. it's 100 fair. I just always think it's funny that when somebody says something and Scott's like, "Well, gotta deal with this now." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Well, you guys are welcome. Uh, on behalf of, I'm I'm saying you're welcome on behalf of Scott for uh, cleaning up all of our ridiculousness. So. Maybe I'll just stop editing them out and just let you guys all sound like weirdos on the. I haven't said a single thing. We are. What'd you say? I said I haven't said a single thing. I'm ashamed of. Oh, Ever okay. on this fair. pod? Nah. Uh, there's been a few times uh, really, we believed you. Yeah, but Jake was not ashamed to you say You were ashamed. It. And then Jake would say, <laughs> uh, multiple times you say, maybe we're going to have to bleep me for this. Yeah. I think because he knows you'll be ashamed. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh. That's like a... You weren't ashamed about your poop story with your mom? No. You know what? That, uh, I think, is one of the funnier stories I've told because I told it um, later to a, a group of my mom's family and my sisters and my dad. And I, I don't necessarily see my dad uh, uncontrollably laugh very much, <laughs> but my dad had his head in his hands and was cracking up over that story. So I'm very proud of it. That's fair. You were almost, you should be. You were almost ashamed at the beginning of this episode when uh, I made you think that we were recording to Patreon, but we weren't. Or actually, no, that was last episode. That was several. That was three yeah. episodes ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You were almost ashamed. Almost. Well, I am proud to say that I have not been ashamed of this year's Spooktober. I'm going to say, for me, best Spooktober, best Spooktober yet. I think it has been for me, too. I, uh, I'm pretty proud of this. I don't think this is the best Spooktober for me, uh, but I would say uh, decent. Mm. I think year two still was the best. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I don't know. What, what did we do? We did Alien. We did Exorcist. What else did we do? Psycho, I think, and no um, Psycho, and then Silence oh. of the Lambs. Okay, yeah. Psycho was the weakest one of those. I'd, I'd say this. I'd say this is my favorite. Thing. I Psycho, you think is the weakest one of those? Of those four, yeah. I think that Psycho is a hundred percent the best one of those. Psycho is no. my least favorite. It's not the best, but I think it's way better than I think Alien. It, for that, it goes Silence, Exorcist, Alien, Psycho. I'm not talking about us. You guys are fools a, a lot of the time. <laughs> Just uh, with most people. Like historically, historically, psycho. I want to say how we rated them also goes with what I just said. I feel like it might be a, a toss up because yeah. all of those movies are really beloved. Silence and, and like, Psycho have the exact same score. Critically acclaimed. That's true. You also rated Silence higher than Psycho. I think that Silence of the Lambs. It doesn't feel like a horror movie to me. Sometimes, but uh, I think that's of, of the of the of the spooky horror movies. There, I think Psycho is the best. That's fair. It's fair you think that. Uh, I'm I'm really happy though with with this season, Spooktober. Way to go, guys! The and, Oct remains out. Yeah, and last chance to get into our giveaway. Follow us on Instagram at Rotten Potato Pod. See what's going on. Is this the last chance? This is coming out on the thirtieth. Do we need to like flag that and record like a holder? Like, oh hey, here's who won. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to flag this, Scott, and see maybe we already gave it away? No, I'm not editing it after I do it the first well, time. All right. Well, Perfect. then uh, you guys will find out on Instagram right now. You can go to, I'll, I'll say right now, by the 30th, we'll we'll have it, even if it's that day. Uh, go to Rotten Potato Pod on Instagram to see who won uh, the Rotten Potatoes Spooktober glass. Uh, we also have to rate this. <laughs> nah. This will be the only movie we don't rate. All right. What Fine do you guys say it's we above it. put this one to bed then? All right. Jake, Jake you're first. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give this movie a eight even. Uh, alien dogs. 
Keith Davids. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to give this uh, 6.9. Uh, right. uh, uh, n- not lack of humor. Six point nine. <laughs> I'm gonna Tyler. give this. I'm gonna give this uh, eight road flares. Zach, am I alone that like I I feel like we didn't hear what justifies a six point nine other than you? It was not funny enough. You're not you. alone. It's just why talk about it. Scott's gonna <laughs> Scott's gonna say something stupid and then we're gonna be mad and then why a six point nine. I gave the uh, it's, it's, I, it's I gave his, it follows six point eight. I was gonna say it's know, not his we, worst Spooktober by but far. But we heard why it's our you second didn't best like Spooktober. it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like you and I think me and Tyler agree with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think we're both. I think we're both just tired. Yeah, it's just. I mean, you know, a movie that Jake said some people have claimed is the definitive horror film of all time. It's, it's just like I said, I, I think Alien was better, and I gave Alien a seven point four. Okay, that's fair. I'll give this eight point five things. <laughs> So this comes out to a 78%. Uh, Once again, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 83%. IMDb gave it an 8.2. And this comes out to a 78%, which makes it number movie number 70 out of 152. So this is our highest rated Spooktober this year. This year, yes. Nice. All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy with it. I can yeah. I can live with this. We went from Sleepy Hollow at a fifty nine to It Follows at a seventy three to The Conjuring at a seventy six to The Thing at a seventy eight. That feels like it ramped in the correct direction. Yeah, I yeah, agree. yeah. I'm good with all these. Uh, Tyler, we're going to you next week. Next week, we're out of Spooktober and we're going into uh, a very sad fall with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, and then Blade Runner right after. Very sad. <laughs> I just, I just, I want to, I want to put this out here. It has nothing to do with that. But you guys do owe us ten uh, percent of your Halloween candy that you get tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If you could just mail that to uh, to Scott's house, I'm not going to dox him. But if you could get it here. Figure it out. And yeah. then we'll split up that hot Halloween candy. No. No, you do not do that to me. I thought you were going to play me out so much before that. I thought you were going to play me out as soon. Dude, I think this episode is just going to be effed up.